Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 121, looking at 1 Samuel 5, 6 and 7, Acts chapter 15 and verses 22 through 41, and then Psalm 51. Now, when we go into the book of 1 Samuel, there are two stories linked in today's passage. The first is with regards to the stolen Ark of the Covenant. Anywhere it went in the Philistine land, the people were cursed. They suffered boils, pains, death and depression. For the ark was not a mark of power for the enemies of God. The ark was the presence of God, and his presence through the ark was punishing sin and the enemies. Therefore, after moving it to a new location to try and get rid of these punishments, it clearly didn't help. The ark was returned to the people of Israel. The second story is that of Samuel being the judge over Israel. If the people were truly going to live and serve the Most High God, then they must rid themselves of idols and false gods. You see, as the ark returned, so the presence of God returns, so the heart wanted to live and serve God. But there was a problem. False gods and false idols. And they must rid themselves of these things before they could truly live and serve God. You see, this is a problem we still face today. We think we can serve God and live for him, but change nothing in our lives. That's not truly following God. That's simply living the idea of serving God. To truly live for him, To truly be his people, Samuel compels us to see that we must rid ourselves of the very things that draw us away from God. Being a Christian is to repent, meaning to turn from the old ways and take on the new. If you're still living in the old way, you've not repented. And if you've not repented, arguably you're not a Christian. Samuel shows us to live for God is to leave the world and the old life behind. Let's head into the book of Acts. The current issue facing the church is the debate between works-based salvation through circumcision or faith-based salvation through Christ. The Jewish converts wish the Gentile converts to be circumcised and the Gentiles feel that this is an overreach. With lots of confusion, a settlement is reached and now a letter is sent along with trusted individuals to ensure that it is honoured. The settlement is clear, salvation through faith alone, with subsequent life practices that show a heart truly for Jesus. What is interesting in today's passage is the choice of those who were sent. They were stable, trustworthy, God-honouring, agreeable and gospel-proclaiming Christian men. When there is trouble in the church, you want people who will be focused entirely on the word of God and the gospel of Jesus. They won't be swayed by opinion, rather they will remain obedient to Christ. You see, God works through his faithful servants to bring about peace when there is chaos. This got me thinking, do you show your church leadership? More than that, do you show God that you can be trusted to bring peace into chaos? Do you have a character that speaks of Jesus, that is obedient and that is faithful? I wonder if God is to use us, maybe we should pay a little bit more attention to what we are offering him. Are our lives truly holy? acceptable and pleasing to him. Finally, today we have Psalm 51. Have you ever been acutely aware of your sin? There are moments in our lives when we know we have done wrong. We know that before God we have sinned. Well, the psalmist writes in verse 3 that he knows his sin and knows that he has done wrong against God. What does he do with this knowledge? He begs for the mercy of God. You see, God hates sin and as a just God, he punishes sin. Therefore, the psalmist knows if it's not for the mercy of God, he will face punishment. He seeks for his sin to be cast away and for him to be brought near to God. And we get this wonderful verse in verse 7, Wash the sinner and make him whiter than snow. 
There is no question that the sin is present, but the humility of the sinner leads to the mercy of God and the transformation of heart. How do you feel about your life? Is there sin in it? Are you aware of what you are doing and are you aware that some things may be wrong? The psalmist sets the example, humble yourself before God, seek transformation of the heart, for your sin to be removed and replaced with an attitude of delight in the presence of Jesus. For the humble heart will always be forgiven and always restored. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed pray that we would be humble, that we would confess our sins and that you would be faithful and just to forgive those sins. We pray that we would present our lives as holy and acceptable and pleasing to you through Jesus Christ so that you can use us for the sake of the kingdom. And Father, we pray that we would truly live a repentant life, that we would live it all for Jesus and that we would be a great example of what the gospel can do in someone's life. And so we pray this in our Lord's name. Amen.